because he know I don't mess around, man. When it come to Najee, man, I will walk through fire to make an example out of whoever is necessary to make an example out of. Najib is my world, man. He's a Muslim, man. And the duty of a civilized man is to teach the uncivil how to be civil, to teach him cultural refinement, to teach him the pursuit of happiness. Happiness is when. It's when you can identify with your purpose in life, when you know your mission in your life, what I'm doing with my son, I'm teaching him. Man, I'm teaching my son his mission. And his mother, his mission is not basketball. His mission is upholding God's kingdom. Finish listening to this this meeting that I had with these with these folks. And they know them people out of New York. All right, brother. Peace, y'all. This is Views from the Seven Podcast. You got Spence joined by the homie Ivan. AKA Positive Pete. Skinny. Yeah, yeah. We got a very, very special guest. <laughs> Man, this is Muhammad. Muhammad, your brother, Kim Muhammad, Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Um, Welcome. Man, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Before we get going, man, I just want to say to y'all, man, y'all, y'all, y'all a lot younger than I am. Yeah. What y'all <laughs> doing right now, man, is really needed in this city, for real. You know, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all because we have to have other outlets, you know, for our people to be Absolutely. able to engage in. And, right. You know, the older generation, you know, man, they sitting on their hands. Yeah, <laughs> we like to, uh, this is more of a raw and uncut. Oh. We don't. I'm born uh, like that. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't have to subscribe to any okay. uh any narratives. Okay. Yes, um but uh for those who for those um listening that's not from Las Vegas, uh this is a brother that I um I seen on Facebook. And uh our sons go to the same school. Right. And recently we found out the institution institution that they go to um not accredited. Yeah, they shady. Right, all call right. it real shady all the way around right now, and um, but the um, the part that uh drew me to you was the passion that you showed for your family, right. not just your son, but your whole family, and that's nothing. I haven't seen anything like that in a very long time. Man, I just have to keep it so one hundred, man. You know, family is the cornerstone to a civil late to a civilized nation. So if a man is not engaged in wanting to protect his family, then he ain't no man to me, you know, at the mm. end of the day. Mm. Right. And a lot of young black brothers in this city, man, they don't have examples, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you got to give them those examples. So at the end of the day, man, we got to do a better job of giving our young black males an example of what a real man is. Mm. You know, a lot of us think a real man is one who has a lot of money, but, you know, the Minister Farrakhan don't teach us like that. He teaches us that a real man is one who reflects the spirit of God. Mm. You know, I just believe God ain't no punk. Right. So at the end of the day, Absolutely. you know, that's what, that's what uh, you know, that's how I raise my boys. I, I have two of them, you know. But okay. I believe education is very, very important, and I stress that. I'm a tyrant when it comes to education, you know. It ain't just about hooping and hanging out and all of that. No, you got to be about it. Absolutely. Know, all the time. Yeah. Oh, man. That's that's good to hear. Uh, you say you got two boys, so Najib is your my youngest. It's the baby. Yeah, he the baby of the whole family. You know, so he treated just yeah. a little bit different. You know, he kind of spoiled. <laughs> you know, but uh, on you know, but he he, he understanding. He 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 understand what's going on, yeah. and I don't start you know teaching 
you know, I never started teaching my children how to be uh, young men and young women right like right now. It started early, you know what I'm saying? You got to get in their ear when they early. You got to lay that foundation Absolutely. when they early because if not, then you battling the world that's in opposition to what you stand Absolutely. for. Absolutely. Right. You know, and, and as y'all, do y'all have children? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Okay, y'all got to be in their ear. It can't just be, man, you know, when you're at the park or when you're in the car, that's critical. But the most important time for you to be in your child's ear is at dinner. You got to make time. You and your wife got to make time. Y'all got to have dinner at the table. One can't be sitting in the dining room and the other one watching football and yeah. wife upstairs or she in the kitchen. No, everybody sit down at the table and eat together. And, you know, me and my wife been together ever since the 10th grade. Mm, so this geez. ain't this ain't nothing new, it's you rare. know. Yeah, she from yeah. Vegas. She 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 really from Vegas. Shout out. <laughs> you know, she went to the old Vegas high school. So, Ooh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, yeah, we, yeah, that's downtown. Yeah. I went there, too, you know. <laughs> yeah, I went there, too. Okay. But uh, we believe that, man, family, everything. And we okay. got to give our community a better example of the Absolutely. representation of what black love is and what black family is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, I'm looking at your, you know, I'm I'm looking at your situation, and you know, I'm very alarmed as well because you know right. our sons go to the same school. Um, but everything you're saying right now, how does that translate into the plight of our community? How do we change the outlook? Man, if I could be so real with y'all, absolutely, absolutely, that's what we that's, need. That's what we want. Man, uncut. We don't. We gotta edit. quit being. We cowards. Okay. When it comes to issues that have a direct effect on the development of our mind as a community, so we believe that we have to follow the narrative that has already been laid out for us by a system that has designed that has been designed to hold us back. You know, black people love white folks because they give us nothing. Mm. Yes. You know, this is not a white and black issue, but I'm just keeping it 100 with you. Absolutely. Carter G. Woodson made a very profound statement. Y'all heard on the, on the thing, man. Carter G. Woodson said a man who, uh, I forgot, basically, who controls your thinking doesn't have to worry about, about your, your actions. actions. Mm. Okay. So, man, we have to become in control of our thought process. We have over 14 billion brain cells, and we don't even use a third of them as a community. So wow. who, else, who else is using our brain cells to move us? It damn sure ain't us. Look at the condition of our neighborhoods. Look at the condition of our children. Look at the condition of our thought process. So that has to start in your home at the dinner table with your children, with your wife. Y'all have to be in the mindset of constantly reprogramming your children when they come home from school. Every day. So you start that reprogramming system at the dinner table. You know what I'm saying? And during slavery, man, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't believe, man. You know, one worked in the field, one worked in yep. the house, and while the child was at the home, you know what I'm saying? So when they came home, everybody was so damn tired, they didn't have time for one another. So That's the breaking of the now. home, yeah, it, man, you gotta, we gotta build that foundation up, and our condition is predicated on us as men being the cornerstone to our household. If you're not that man, then you got some work to do. Not you. We got some work Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Where are we? Where are we slipping as black men? Personally, man, being involved in our children' affairs, stepping up to the plate, accepting our responsibility. We just think that our responsibility is shelling out money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. We got to teach, train, and develop. That's all. That's man. You born to solve problems. That's it. Right. That's right. what a man is for. He born to solve problems. You a problem solver. What? You know what I'm saying. When I was watching your video, you said that um, you're an entrepreneur. Yes, sir. And your wife have a, a 
is an educator or yeah, a social so my, worker? Yeah, a social worker. Yeah, she's been for 14 years. One of your daughters is an educator. My daughter, she's getting her uh, degree to become a teacher, and she's only 20. So she will be an educator. Yeah, she will be an educator. And my son, uh, Malik, uh, graduated from Tuskegee. He's about to graduate with his master's from UNLV, but he came back home and went back to his community. See? Okay. He could have got a job on the other side of town. He said, I want to come back and give it back to my own. Absolutely. And he's the only black teacher, male, in the middle school at Democracy Prep. Think about that. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's so, nice. Yeah. So it's, wow. it's clear you teach yeah. education because I, oh, yeah. I heard you say that you didn't even finish high school. No, I didn't finish. You know, I went to the 12th grade. But I was a knucklehead. You know, I thought I, you know, uh, I could do it on my own, you know, and I had an opportunity to get my – uh, high school diploma, but I never did. And I always made it a point as a father that I would not allow my children to slip through the cracks. And right. I would be the upstanding uh, mantle in my house to make sure that everybody got their, you know, got their diplomas and their degrees if that's what they wanted to pursue. And if not, then you have to look elsewhere to being an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? You got to teach three things to your household, man. You got to teach them good health. You got to teach them finances. And you got to teach them to know how to articulate themselves when they are out in public. They have to know how mm. to speak. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They have yes. to understand language and words and knowing what people are saying. They have to understand how to process information. And if we are not giving our children those three critical elements, then we cheating ourselves, man, in this society. They got to know finances. See, because when yeah. your finances are right, then you empower your household. Mm. And it's one word. If you ask my children, you, get, you can take them by themselves. And ask him, if it's one word that your father always tell you that you have to have in your life is what? And the one word is control. Absolutely. You got to be in control, man. I heard that in your video. You said yeah. that in your son. Yeah. Instantly I, said control. Yeah. He got, he know that, you know, you got to be in control because if you're not in control, who? Somebody else. Control somebody him for yeah. 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 We like puppet on strings. And you know, man, like what y'all doing, man, this modern, you know what I'm saying? And we got to get up to speed. You know, that's, that's where we are. We, yeah. as a, as Las Vegas, a community in the black urban area, we not up to speed. Absolutely. We still, yeah. we years behind. I mean, you start to see it now where they're slowly yeah. taking it away. And, and, and what y'all you know? doing, man, y'all, y'all, y'all are putting y'all foot to the pedal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to create that environment, man, because we live, see what we don't understand as blacks in, a, in Las Vegas. I don't like to say America. But Las Vegas, because I don't worry about what go on in other parts Absolutely. of the country. You know, I'm, I, I, I right. rep this right here. Absolutely. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, this Vegas all day. You know what right. I'm saying? So I just always tell people, man, you know, we got to get up to speed on everything. We got to be in control of our own finances. And we got to be able to take and process information from other young people, man. Y'all younger than me, man. Like y'all said, man, yeah. y'all, you you wait. See, this it. is rare right here. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, This is... um. This is kind of like uh, not the norm, right? Because um, the ooh the uh, well, our norm. No, this is against the norm because oh, yeah. the the youth and the elders are so divided. so so divided. Right. The divide is. But what you got, what we have to do as a community, you know, I was on 88.1 with Mujin Ramadan. And he, you know, Absolutely. Uh, I, he used to come on every Wednesday. Yeah, and I was on there a few weeks back, you know, promoting the essay contest that we just threw. Mm. And we gave our $500 to a young man who attends Clark. And, you know, one thing I always tell 
us as the elders, and I always believe this, you know, even when I was young, make education fly. You right. know what I'm saying? You know, they that new word that the young people use, drip. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how to put it in, in, in right content, but, you know, yeah. you got to make it like that, you know. Right. So we, yeah. so what I do is I just make education fly. It's nothing wrong with being intelligent and fly. It's nothing yeah. wrong with having your bread right and being a square. Ain't nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day, if you look at how America's ran, it's ran by squares. Facts. That's facts. But they bread is right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they get other people to be fly. That's why my know? thing was always uh, – Nerds rule the world all day, and man, man I don't think that'll ever. That'll you, never change. If you look at my son, man, you know my oldest, uh, he a nerd to me, <laughs> but he one of the flyest nerds that you that I know. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I, I'm not bragging because he's my dude, but at the end of the day, man, every young lady that he has dated has been fly. You know what I'm saying? They've been bad. <laughs> if you just want to really put it like that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they really won't. Bright, intelligent brothers. They want brothers who can step up to the front and handle their business. Absolutely. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when my son told me that, hey, Pops, man, I've been doing all this work, man. I'm driving this Chevy, man, aluminum, man. But I want to step my game up. I want to purchase a Benz. I said, man, you entitled to that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You work extremely hard. Why not treat yourself right? Because right. some, you know, there's an old saying going, a man who don't teach you right will never treat you right. Mm. So, you know right. what I'm saying? Uh, uh I, taught, I, I feel like I taught my son right. Go be a go-getter. Go get what you want. But make sure that you a good manager of your finances. Because at the end of the day, you can't be a black man in America and not have your finances right. Because we don't have rainy days. Absolutely. We have storms. Yeah. So we got to be like the ant. You know, the ant work diligently in the summertime. Because he yeah. know the winter is coming. You know what I'm saying? So right. when he when he you know, go and camp out for the winter, he can go deep into the soil because he know, man, everything was taken care of during the summer, you know, because mm-hmm. I knew that this winter was coming. But we as black men, we don't function like that, you know. Like, that's why I always, if you listen to the, uh, the radio program, I mean, whatever I said on that YouTube, whatever the hell it was, <laughs> I, said, I said, man, you know, we react. We not proactive. Right, that's true. We react. We got to get out of that, man, you know. And I'm learning. Believe me, man, I do a lot of reading, a lot, a lot of listening to uh, inspirational people speaking, white, black, orange. I don't give a damn what color you yeah. are. If it's good yeah. for me, then I'm I'm, I'm absorb it. You know right. what I'm saying? And then apply it to my household. You know, we got to get it. Yeah. I can't. We can't leave this earth broke, hungry, naked, and outdoors. And I, like I seen, like you attacked the problem head on. Whatever the problem is, yeah. the way you were speaking, it was like you you go head on with whatever the problem is. Whatever it is, and that's what you also installed in your kids. Right. You can't wait, man. You know what I'm saying? Just like y'all didn't wait to have me on, y'all felt like, man, oh man, this a hot topic. Shit, man, let's get on it. Yeah, when I when I when I um when I was watching, it was more so of a challenge to me, right? As a father, like you know, I'm looking at it like, damn, you know, I don't, I might not be doing enough, right? I might be doing enough. So that's how I took the video. Right. So when when I contacted you. It was it was less about what was going on. It was more so. Let me have a conversation with this brother, right. so he can, you know, he challenge me, pick me up, mm. because we do let life get us to the point to where we're too busy, right? And we don't start paying attention to um, our children until there's a problem, right? 
And I can honestly sit here and say, man, my children from day one have been priority number one. They supersede everything. You know, my life is not my life no more. I live my life for my children. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I did, I had my chance to do. Now I got to be that example. You know, I keep saying all the time to all brothers and sisters, man, the cornerstone to a civilized nation is family. That's the cornerstone. And if you got good family structure, I'm telling you, it's not nothing that y'all can't come through, you know. Man, I had reconstruction back surgery. You know what I'm saying? My wife didn't know. You know, she's around there stressed out. But just so happened, man, we had a little paper in the bank. You know what I'm saying? That, that uh, somebody never taught me finances. But I knew, man, that, shit, we got to have our money right a little bit that, uh, a little bit, because I know a rainy day going to come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to have yeah. a good soulmate, man. You know, when you got a good woman on your hip, man, I'm telling you, she going to push you, you know what I'm saying, to do right. You know, her duty. The Bible teaches us, man. You know, and I ain't no preacher. Don't get me wrong, but we want to hear it. Yeah, but I know scripture, though. You know, she's your help meet. You know, that, that's what that's what the book of Genesis says. She's your help meet. She's going to help you meet your requirements if yeah. you do your duty. You know what I'm saying? She's going to push you. You know what I'm saying? She's going to irritate you. But at the end of the day, you're going to appreciate it in the long run. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate my wife, man. She my she my ride or die Absolutely. to the end. You I know what I'm saying? It. Whatever I've been through, believe me, she didn't been through. Yeah. Man, you don't even walk like you had no type of back surgery. Oh, uh, yeah, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> when I get home, I just lay down, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what, I mean, what is black love to you? Struggle, sacrifice, dedication, commitment, tears, sweat, all of that, man. Anguish, all of that is black love, man. And then the ultimate apex of black love is meeting and overcoming any obstacles mm-hmm. that might be in your path. That's black love. Because if you just think it, man, it, it, it's romance all the time, then you got all this messed up. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I know what it is, you know, for my sure. wife to have a partial uh, miss, I can't even pronounce the, pronounce the word. Right? Yeah, miss mastectomy, this, that. Yeah. Yeah. Mastectomy. yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife had that, you know what I'm saying? So I know what it is, you know, to see my wife, you know, throwing up, you know, we don't know if she got cancer or not. You know, but but I'm there. You know, if she needed me to wipe her backside, I'm there. I made right. that commitment from day one, and that's that. Ha- you have to go into your relationship knowing that, man. If you want your relationship to be long term, lasting, then you got to put in that time, brother. You know, every day ain't gonna be a good day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I ain't going nowhere. This, uh, uh, this, we, man, you belong to me. You right. Know what I'm saying, and, and vice versa. You know, and I believe that, man. When I, I'm, I ain't been perfect, believe me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was born and raised in Inglewood. You know, I come from a gang-infested uh, element. You know what I'm saying? I know what it is to see a man die at the age of eight. You know, I know all that. Right here in Las Vegas, I seen my grandmother kill a man for beating me. <coughs> mm. Almost beat me half to death at eight on First and Bonanza. You know what I'm saying? It left me for dead in the street. So, you know, I knew, Jeez. yeah, I come from that type of, of environment. I come from hustle. You know what I'm saying? I come from dope dealers, you know, and but I just knew that that's not what I wanted. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to bring that to the table. My mama was a hustler, you know? Yeah. But she, you know, she kept me out of that, you know, and I just knew as watching my uncles and people in that environment, I just knew that's not the life I want. I know what I want for my family. You know what I'm saying? I I had it already in my mind from a child. We would sit down at the table and eat. You know what I'm saying? I would be there for my wife. You know what I'm saying? I, I already had that in my mind. 
And you got to go in, man. We got to go in knowing those type of things. And if you don't know and you're in a position to teach that, then you have you have you have a responsibility. So you programmed yourself young. Man, yeah, a little bit, you know, but most importantly, the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad under the leadership of Minister Farrakhan, you know, helped me to understand what a real man was because I never had one in my life. You know, I ain't had no real man. I ain't had no warrior. I ain't had no lion. Shit, when I seen Minister Farrakhan roar, I was like, I'm going to be like him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what is that to you? What do you mean? What is that a to you? A real man. Farrakhan. Mm. I, I, I don't even know. Uncompromising stands for something. You know, I had a job at 21, man, and I'll never forget I was in a position of authority, and yeah. I was running a whole department. I was 21, but I had to go to a meeting, and in the meeting were all executives, and they wanted to know about you if you was new to the company. And, I, and this, no God, no lie, I was sitting in the back of the room. I was sweating. I was like, man, I got to tell these people the truth. You know, because when you when you got truth, the only thing that's going to set you free is telling the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to build your foundation. So when they asked me the question, when I got before 150 people, none of them looked like me except one, which was the sister. She was the narrator. She asked me, who do you love and admire the most? I said, oh, man, I'm finna get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I love my mother because she gave birth to me. But I love and admire the Honorable Louis Farrakhan because he's uncompromising. He stands for a principle. He doesn't compromise his principles to be in the company of a society that is in opposition to what he stands for. Mm. You could drop a pen in the room. But from that day, they respected me. I worked there seven years. You know what I'm saying? They never they never questioned me. You know, when the Million Man March came around, they said, oh, yeah, you could go. I was only, man, I was young. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, okay. But I didn't. I, I wasn't processing it, what I was going through. I was being shaped yeah. as a man from what I was learning from Minister Farrakhan all the way. So, man, he he like my spiritual father, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love my pops, my biological, but my father is Honorable Louis Farrakhan, no doubt. Yeah. When um so you you graduated. Well, you didn't graduate, right. but you so would you say you dropped out in 12th grade? Yeah, what happened was, was, man, I I I, I ball. I, I I play hoops, man. So, and I went to a predominantly powerhouse high school. I don't know if you know who Byron Scott is. Used to Yeah. Yeah, Byron Scott, he Went to my high school, Lisa Leslie. Went to my high school, Tina Thompson, who was from there. Went to my high school, brother named Eldon Campbell, a few other people. My high wow. school was known for basketball. In Long Beach? That's Long Beach, No, right? no that's uh, Inglewood. Inglewood. Yeah, Inglewood. My high school was in Inglewood. Okay. Mor- Morningside High. Oh, I thought he went to Long Beach Poly. Who? Who is that? Byron Scott. No, nah, Byron Scott from Inglewood, okay, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to give Snoop that love. <laughs> no, nah, Byron Scott went to Morningside, but uh, I played there. But, you know, I was tricking off. So they my, my family moved me to Las Vegas with my grandmother. So, you know, man, we got win. You know, we smart. We intelligent. You yeah. know, yeah. man, we so, falsified our grades. So when did, when did you find the nation of Islam? I found the nation in 1990. Yeah, I found the nation, but I didn't join the Nation of Islam till 1991. And I didn't become fully registered till 1993. And uh, I always, you know, I'm not, you know, there's a level of active, there's a level of being active in the Nation of Islam. I'm not active to that level, but I am active to that level, you know. And what okay. I mean is that you're not going to see me in a suit and bow tie right now because, you know, I made a pact with my son. 
I said, you know, when you get to high school, brother, you know, I'll put it in my mind. I'm going to take a leave of absence, you know, but I'm not taking a leave of absence. I'm giving all of you. I'm giving all of me to you right now. Mm-hmm. It's your time, brother. So, you know, you hooping, we're going to travel the country. You know, me and my wife, we done been all over this country with my son, man. Yeah, so, see, that's, that's yeah. kind of like where I'm at right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, when it's I say everywhere. It's Full-time job. We spend a lot of bread. Texas, yeah. New Mexico, Arizona, <laughs> California, Denver, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But it was it's his time. But when he graduate, man, you know, I'm 100, you know. Brothers know. Yeah. The real brothers know, man. I'm coming back, and, I, and you know, I'm, I'm helping. But I'm helping now. I'm out here in these streets, you know. I'm out I mean, here. you're still speaking the word. Oh, oh. You're still speaking. You yeah, know. man, I go to these schools. You know, they, they let me in these schools and speak to the yeah. basketball teams and stuff like that. And I just use that. You know, I use basketball as the platform to get inside of institutions to be able to spread God's word. At the end of the day, you yeah. know, God yes. is the cornerstone. See, I, um, I grew up, well, I was born and raised in, in a in – a, Dominant Christian household. I'm a Christian. Uh, uh, that messed people up, but I am that. Yeah. And you you hear people say, what the hell is he talking about? He's a Christian. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm a Muslim. I'm a Jew. You know, I'm all of it. You know, them just titles. Yeah. You know, Christ. I mean, Christ means one who is Christianized and doing the work of God. That's all it means. Muslim is one who submit his will to do God's will. That's all the word Muslim means. One who submit his will to do God's will. We be like, oh, I'm Muslim, I'm Christian, man. We all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but you okay. know, but we know it's a oh, it's some yeah. We gang bang. The, the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't until I'm thirty. I just turned well. Damn, yeah, man, I, I, I just wish, turned thirty. Man, I wish I was thirty, man. <laughs> he can't wait. He can't wait to say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he can't. Yeah. Sixty. He I turned sixty. I turned, <laughs> hey, I turned thirty, and I said I'm gonna tell everybody I just turned thirty until I'm thirty-one. But um, <laughs> it wasn't until I was around twenty-seven to um, I was in a meeting with uh, uh the sisters of the nation from the Nation of Islam. Oh, okay. Sisters and a few brothers. Okay. And it was my first time. And it was the way I've never seen my people speak so highly of one another in their community. Right. And it took me back a little bit. Right. And I was shocked. I was like, "Man, that's what attracted you." Don't. Yeah. I don't. I've never. I never heard brothers speak to each other like that. Yeah, man. You know that's what attracted me, man. When I first came in, it was the love. From the Jump Street, it's. It, I mean, you know, I'm gonna be 100 with you, man. Being in the nation ain't. It, it, it ain't no lightweight thing. It's a. It's an enormous amount of responsibility come that comes along with being a member of the Nation of Islam, and there is uh, a lot that you start to expect from yourself when you start to get inside of yourself and start to clean up your life. You know, then you yeah. put a lot of responsibility on yourself. And people be thinking that you crazy. You be like, you know, it's just that transformation that's going on. It's just like anything else in life. You know what I'm saying? When you want to get your life together, man, you start cutting people off. You ain't talking that much. People would be like, man, where you been? Yeah, yeah. they be like, what the hell going on, man? Yeah. You tripping. You know, no, I ain't tripping, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm getting my life together, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, what y'all doing, man? Y'all, y'all, man, y'all. What well, y'all really don't understand, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm tripping off y'all. I'm just like, man, I'm in here with these brothers. They got all this stuff yeah. right here, man. Yeah. I wanna, man, I want to learn this. But, man, y'all are very important, man, to what's going on, man. 
These young people need to see this. That's why I asked, could I film y'all? Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They need to really see, man, brothers behind the scene, what they doing. They hear y'all voice. Well, shit, man, everybody don't know if you black. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, you the first brother, Muslim brother, that I, I'm really having a one-on-one conversation with. Oh, wow. And so. I'm going to let you know. All the brothers in Muhammad Mosque, number 75, they, one thing they'll say about me, I'm, I'm, I'm real. So, so my question to you, just as a uh, a brother in the community, um, because I've read uh, I've read Malcolm X's book four times. Yes, sir. How do how how does the average brother in the nation of Islam take that? Take uh, Malcolm X content, not Malcolm X's content. The the end game. When you say the end game, the, uh, the ultimate leading his, up his, to his, his demise, man, you know, I mean, for me, man, I, I, I understand how the system works. You know, that really, when you talk about the, the, the latter part in the book of Malcolm X, man, for those who don't have an understanding, then they are going to make their own, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Assumptions and all of those yeah. things. Because I did, I, I did. Yeah. I, I actually read that. But, that chapter scares me. Right, but I'll say this about that whole thing. If somebody in the Nation of Islam had did that, don't you think they would be in jail? Don't you think that the government could kill two birds with one stone? Absolutely. Right, so, I yes. mean, you got you got you to you got, you look who you're dealing with. You know, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, you can't fathom the depth of their wickedness. They kill their own mother to save themselves. So when you are reading material, you got to read in between the lines when you read the material. I do. Um, yeah. Once I seen the, I, I read the book, and I, of course, seen the movie. Uh, my children have read the book. Right. Uh, they've seen the movie. Right. Um, See, but and, you can't and stop then when you And then when you factor in COINTELPRO. Man, got to. Um, even though... There may have been uh, a war of words, uh, a, a beef. So happened. I mean, I could see the. I could see. It's not hard to see. Oh Cointel yeah. Pro sneaking in and. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you know, you really got. I always tell people, man. There's always two sides to everything. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. You got to go back and listen to Mal- the Most Honorable Louis Farrakhan speak on Malcolm X 28 years and later a lecture that he did years ago when they tried to have set set the Honorable Louis Farrakhan up with Malcolm X's daughter. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to go back and listen to what Minister Farrakhan has to say because you get what the enemy is telling us, but you have to get it from Minister Farrakhan. You know, I always consider myself as one of those brothers, man, I'm not a great debater. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just give it to you, man. Give it to you straight. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna give it to you straight. You know, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull out my my whatever, and I'm gonna I'm gonna blow you down, and I'm gonna keep it pushing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You yeah. know, you when, but I always say, you know, it's people in the Nation of Islam that can give you more detailed information on those type of topics of discussion. Yeah. But, oh no, no. I just as a you know someone that's not involved, in, you know, I'm yeah. part of it. It's just me. Because you know, why when my kids read the book, right, and they had they, questions. They came to me and they yeah. said, "You know, Dad, this is like, this is like the black man's Bible." Oh man, come on, it, it and, is. And <laughs> and so to me, I'm, I, you know, to me, like I said, chapter nine, 
Right. It's kind of bad. Man, yeah. Chapter yeah. 9 is kind of cha- – I read Chapter 9 like three times right. by itself. So to me it's like someone who I would say Malcolm is is, is kind of like my hero. Right. I mean Mal- – So to, to, to walk in the shoes of someone – in in the nation of Islam, I'm I'm like, do they think about? Man, there's so much the possibility. Going, man, there's so much going on in society. Man, we don't, man, we don't think you about don't think that about no more. It. Man, we we, you know what I'm saying? Minister Farrakhan's life is almost parallel to some of the things that Malcolm experienced. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying, Minister Farrakhan, man, but you know he's relentless in his pursuit for freedom, justice, and equality. Absolutely. That's what set him apart. He never deviated. See, that's a key word. Yeah. He never deviated from what the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad left to him. He fell in love with it. You know, love yeah. and life is synonymous to one another. Absolutely. Those words have interchangeable b- vowels in there that complement one another. Absolutely. You can't have love and not have life, and you can't have life and not have love. Absolutely. So okay. Minister Farrakhan is the embodiment of love under the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm. So when you see that, man, I can't. You know, I be listening. I, you know, Malcolm is one of my heroes. Without Absolutely. a doubt, he a rider. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you spoke on yeah. that even in the video. You spoke on yeah. Malcolm being a big I, quote. I love him. You know what I'm saying? His, his, his quotes. You know what I'm saying? His his commitment. I mean, his discipline. Yeah. I mean, he, he when when they opened his body up, man, he had one of the cleanest bodies that they have ever did an autopsy on in the history of any type of yeah. situation of that matter. Yeah, see, to me, I mean, what drew me to him, it, 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 you know, of course, you know, I love, you know, his speeches, uh, his quotes, um, but he was a huge reader. Oh, yeah. And I'm a huge reader. And yeah. I think what, what confused people, uh, what, what confuses people is, is, is readers, they never have a set philosophy. Right. Because every time they read a book. You're growing. You're growing and yeah. it changes. Yeah. So he, towards the end of his life, People were looking at him crazy yeah. because he didn't have a set philosophy. I don't right. have a philosophy. I'm still growing. Right. And that was where I was, you know, my thoughts now are going to be totally different right. three you, months from now. Right. You know, and, and I always try to help young people to understand, you know, when they start making a transition, you know, spiritually. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because in my house, man, I ain't never forced my children. You know, you ask any one of my children. I don't force them to be in the nation of Islam. You know, never. I have never done that. I never, you know, okay, they was young growing up. All right, you, you want to put on your suit and bow tie? No, daddy, I just want to put on regular clothes. All right, but come with me. We're going to the mosque. Yeah. That was just me. Everybody's not like that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's about you uh, setting that foundation in your home to allow your children to be open to what God has for them. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? At the end of the day, you can't force your child to be nothing. You know what I'm saying? You could you could force him, but a lot of times you're gonna get r- resistance. Right. All the time. I was one of them. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother be like in Cali, you know, you're going to church today. <laughs> Absolutely. And the in the little church bus used to come in our neighborhood and pick all the children up. I see my grandmother going to her. I'd be like, shit, I ain't getting on that bus. I'm going around this block yeah. with my homeboys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But when the bus come back, I'll be right there, acting like I'm getting off the bus because I knew what time it came back, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, let your children grow. Absolutely. And identify with themselves. Yeah. So, so you have four children? I have four. Two boys, two girls. All Muslim? All Muslim. Yeah, all of their names. Malik, Khadijah, Najib, and Camila. 
yeah. But and that's through their choice because you say you didn't force them, so they, right. they chose. Right. And what I mean, I, I rem- <clears throat> what I mean is they not active in the sense of you know what I'm saying because you have to make that choice. You know, when I say make your shahada, you have to bear witness that there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is His messenger. You know, they yeah. they haven't made that choice up to this point. But the principles and the foundations that I have laid in my home is based off the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So none of my family eat meat, but I do. You know what I'm saying? That's a choice. You know what I'm saying? My wife is a, is a vegetarian. My son is a vegetarian. My youngest boy, Najib, he did Ramadan for three days when we was in Cali in a tournament. Didn't mm. eat, eat or drink nothing for three days. That was by choice, though. He just said, Daddy, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, and I told my wife, she was like, no, he playing in these tournaments. Leave him alone, baby. This one is something that he want to do. You know what I'm saying? Leave, leave him alone. You know, he finished. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, all right. I know he moving in that direction. Yeah. But I ain't forcing you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see Islam growing in you, but I ain't forcing you. You know what I'm saying? I see you wanting to know more about what the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad is all about, but I ain't forcing you. Yeah. You know, you're going to grow into that yourself. And if that's what you want to do, then I'm cool with it. If that's what you not don't want to do, just know that God is the foundation in which solidifies your strength. You know, we can't, you know, oh, I'm a Muslim. I don't get caught all up into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't uh, slight, slight change of subject. Yeah. I heard in your video, you worked with Michael Jackson. Yeah, I worked with Mike. Yeah, yeah. My uh, few brothers, you know, because the nation, you know, we had the contract, you know. So when we came on, the L.A. brothers, you know, I love them brothers out of Cali. You know, they put us on here in Vegas. And, you know, they they put me on and just so happened, man, I wasn't trying to be with Mike. I was just like at the house, securing the house. But he 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 liked something about me. So he was like, man, tell Brother Kim, man, that, you know, I want him to ride with us. I was like, oh. So wherever he went, I went. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Whatever he did, I did, you know. And I learned a lot. You know, when my youngest was born, you know, he, he bought some things for him. You know what I'm saying? Bought him a PlayStation, I don't know how the hell he was going to play it. He's the baby. <laughs> Bought him a bike, you know what I'm saying? Bought diapers, you know. So, uh, yeah, man, I learned I learned a lot from Mike, you know, just from afar off. I yeah. learned how he dealt with people, you know what I'm saying? Then I seen how people mistreated him. I learned all that, you know, and, and I learned how to move as a man when you are securing uh, a man of that stature, you know what I'm saying? All that training came from the Nation of Islam. So, man, that experience with Michael Jackson was a lot. I, I ate it. Uh, what, what was her name? Uh, oh, I ate at her house. You know what I'm saying? She fed us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I ate at her house, man. Here? She lived here? No, she lived in Cali. You okay. know, when, when okay. Mike okay. used to make moves, man, you know, we'd make moves wherever he went. Yeah. I done flew on Lear Jets, that stuff that you been seeing Jay-Z was on, man. I done done that, you know, but I experienced all that, but I knew that, man, that don't move me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can ask any brother. I'll say, man, you know, and I had to keep it 100. I'd be like, man, Mike ain't God? Shit, man. He ain't, he ain't my God, you know? Yeah. I'm keeping it 100, you know? You know, so at the end of the day, I always kept that in mind. I've never been, I've been around a lot of celebrities, man. Not not just Mike now. You know, I, I, I done been with Magic. I've been, man, Snoop, Q, Eddie Murphy, Anita Baker, I mean, new addition. I mean, man, I mean, because when you in the nation, you privy to that. You know what I'm saying? You privy to that because they want us. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always used to tell brothers, man, shit, why we getting starstruck? You know, they want to be around us. They want us as their security. So, man, I done been to that. I done been to 
big time functions. I didn't secure Malcolm X wife before she passed. Betty Shabazz, she came out here when uh, Mike Tyson was fighting. She didn't want wow. nobody else on her but me that night. And I couldn't see, I, I can't even tell you why, but she wanted me to secure. She told, was love. telling me, uh, please tell them don't take pictures, Brother Kim, of me. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was probably one of the yeah. heights of my, my, my young time in the Nation of Islam. So, oh, that's an honor. Yeah, that's that's an honor. honor. Yeah, but yeah. I, man, you know, man, I, I didn't been with the, the greatest honor is being with the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, hearing him play the violin while I'm sitting security on his front door, you know that that that's beautiful. The minister plays the violin for real. I mean, like, wow, not like just like some fake stuff. I'm talking right. about like, yeah, I'm a master violinist. You know what I'm saying? You know, if y'all don't know, he got a CD out. The rappers know that. on the CD, man. Y'all got it, man. Y'all got to get that yeah, CD, man. man. I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. The I minister, know you know, um, you know, and I know some people may say, man, why are you talking like that? The minister make. Being a spiritual man, fly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm stern. I'm fly. I'm a man. I represent the quality and the character of God. I'm uncompromising. I make you want to fall in love with being black. You know, that's men- That's the minister. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want to bring to young brothers like y'all yeah. and y'all children, man. So when I'm at these schools and on that campus, man, man, I, I enjoy the company of the-, of the young brothers, man. Everybody know me. You know, yeah. and then I'm in the valley just because I write free journal. You know, I, I do a freelance journalism for for high school basketball. You know, my site is called Unit One Hoop Source. Okay. Yeah. Check okay. that I'm out. A, oh yeah, I got I got over a hundred articles. I write. You know, I was just in the gym looking up a young girl right now in the eighth grade that go to Escobedo, got game like a young fella. Do you know she? what I'm saying? And and you know, so she in the eighth grade right now. I'm telling you right now, her name is Raina. You know, Raina, I'm, sh- I'm shouting you out, baby. <laughs> Y'all gonna hear about her in about three or four years. You hear about uh, Taylor Bigby? Oh, I know uh, Lamar Bigby's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got game. She go to Centennial. U.S. U.S. Today Player of the yeah, Week. Yeah, yeah, Player of the Week. I voted for. Oh, where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I know all these children okay. in this city. Yeah, man, we got right. some of the baddest hoopers in this so city. So why we can't keep them in the city? You don't know, we don't recruit them. Yeah, man, you know, that's a whole nother animal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, we got to get somebody like Tark in this city. But you got to make, you got to make, want to stay in Vegas, man, something, you know. You got to, you know, man, the, the game of basketball, and this is why I'm telling young brothers, man, because, and the reason, man, you got to have more to your life than just basketball. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we being utilized as tools and slaves. We are being kept uh, blind, deaf, and dumb to the knowledge of ourselves. And we thinking because we can get to the lead, you know what I'm saying? We have arrived. No, Just man. Entertainment. No, y'all need to go read that book, man. Go read. Go get that book called uh, uh, shit. The million dollar the, two, the million dollar slave. I think uh, I, I I got it in my car. I shout it out to y'all. But the million it, dollar slave. Yeah, yeah. It's a brother who wrote the book, man. And it go. It gives you a, a in depth history of us through the sports arena mm. from the beginning to right now to this present day and time. You know what I'm saying? You can't imagine some of the stuff that we went through. You know, when we think of the Negro League, we think of that as being the first uh, black baseball league. No, that's not the first black. The Negro League was secondary to the original black baseball league. And you got to go read that for yourself, man. It's a lot yeah, of information there. But I, I got to absorb that information. Million Dollar Slave. Yeah, yeah, the Million Dollar Slave. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, with all that, like, just now, um, T.I. was showing a thing about uh, 
Gucci yeah. and the different uh clothing brands doing the blackface. Right. And with you being big on your Man, community, supporting to, your community. I, to me that it was more you you were saying the difference between being proactive and reactive. Right. To me, this is more of a reactive. Yeah, it is. It is, man. You know, because a lot of those dudes, man, they they already they with those brands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We y'all got to remember this, man. Y'all say this unfiltered, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Can't let money make a whore out of you. Mm. Right. And that's what a lot of entertainers have become whores. Because they allow money to trick their minds off. You know what I'm saying? And we think that we have a ride because we got a few dollars in our pocket. But many of us are whores. And we on our hands and knees. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Serving up the white man. So now that mm. he come out really showing his true colors, you know, now we want to, you know, be reactive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it ain't nothing new. So for me, it's not surprising. Yeah, I, I bring it up because you, you speak big on um fatherhood. Right. And uh, with with fatherhood, like with my kids, I try to, they big on, they want the Jordans, they want the iPhones, they want stuff, and I try to take that out of them. Like, right. I, like I want you to give me a legit reason why. Right. Besides, Jordan is the big brand right now, or iPhones is the major phone right now. Right. You so, know, my my children, believe me, man, I, and you know, I ain't perfect. And I'm telling you, man, I deal with those same issues. <laughs> my daughter got some Yeezys. But I ain't buying them damn things. You understand? What I'm <laughs> you gonna figure that out? You gonna have to get a job or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I, I, one day I really shocked her. I really messed her up. You know what I'm saying? This is my baby daughter, which is becoming a, a teacher. You know, she. I was like, damn, look at your feet, man. Your feet. You got like four hundred dollars shoes on. You got seventy dollars jeans on, and you got that nice watch on. What's in your account, though? Yeah. Do you? Is your account equivalent to what you got on? I'm telling you, hell no, your count now. You broke. So you can't even, you ain't in no position to defend yourself in no way. So what you gonna do? You gotta change your thought process, ma'am, or you gonna be hungry, naked, and outdoors. In this mm-hmm. world in which we live in, it's unforgiving. Absolutely. You know, so it was like a shock and awe with her. And sometimes we need that shock treatment. We gotta be that shock treatment to the minds of our of our children. Because it's easy to be swept up into this vacuum. You know what I'm saying? And, and and what you're dealing with, I deal with. Whatever y'all dealing with with y'all children, believe me. <laughs> that, and that's why I ask. I'm dealing with it. <laughs> I go through it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Now, what I did with my family was one day, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins. Yes. You, my, my, he came out here. We went to. Oh, man, yeah. y'all, man. See, I got to know y'all now, yeah. man. I get all y'all numbers, man. Yeah. Y'all got to yeah, yeah, do that. I, I went at uh, Nevada Partners. Oh, wow. Yep. See, he did a video. And I checked it out. I'm checking it out. My son, my oldest son, don't live with me. He got his own spot. I was like, I just call everybody. My wife at work. Hey, send out a text Sunday. You know, because we always eat dinner yeah. together on Sunday. Sunday, man, we watching Boyce Watkins. Black Wall Street. Yeah, we yeah. we 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 watching on a, a topic that he's talking about. He was talking about investment, and I already do that. But I was trying to put my children up on game. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to wait for nobody. You know, to uh, create finances for you. You can right. do it yourself. Right. You don't have to wait for no retirement plan. You can create your own retirement plan. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So we take the little app. I got all of them got the little app now. Even my 25-year-old got a stash app or, or, or Robin Hood app. You know what I'm saying? Start putting a few dollars away. Learn how to invest your money. Play with it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And if you do it long enough, you, are, you we, we, we bright, we intelligent. Start working for you. Yeah, yeah. And literally, after a while, man, I was messing with it for a little bit. I was like, God damn, it really worked. Yep. So now yeah. let me let me let me put them on some other type of game. You got to know finances because when you when you know your finances, you empower yourself. 
you got to start teaching your children right now yeah. how money work. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know how money work, you got to get a book. You know what I'm saying? It's because at the end of the day, your children got to be empowered with their resources. They right. can't let a job, brother, dictate the outcome of their life. Yeah, see, I, that's, that's the conversation me and my ex-wife used to always butt heads over. Like, she's big on, they need to go to college, they need to get, I'm just more so like, I want to teach my kids how to make money and be happy. Right, right, right. You know, and, I, and I'll say this. You know, I don't know your, wife, your ex-wife, but ain't nothing wrong with school. Nah. But why not go to school and get your bread? Right. Man, you, I, I'll be so honest with you, man. My oldest son, the last pair of tennis shoes that I probably bought him, and he had all the shoes. I ain't never owned a pair of Jordans yeah. in my life. Yeah. And I've been around when Jordan was around, round. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember Michael Jordan played with motherfucking gold chains on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've I, I been around. I stopped buying my son's shoes when he was 12 years old. That's the last time I bought my oldest son a pair of shoes. But wow. I showed him how to get the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what we did was we went down to home, I uh, mean, to, uh, uh, shit, I forgot, places where you buy the, oh, Walmart, bought him a big piece of cardboard. We got a ruler. Chalked it down, went to Smart Final, bought a, about 10 boxes different of candy. Say, I'm gonna teach you how to make a little bread. And man, we broke it down, man, and put the candy. In. And then, man, before, before you knew it, man, at the end of the year, my son had over $1,200. Mm. And then he, now, now, you know, he knew he was kind of smart. He started writing essays for people. Charging thirty dollars, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. No, for real though. See, that was my, my hustle was That's the, the mix CDs. See, yeah, that was see? my hustle in high school. And yeah, now, and now, now you can do the same thing with your children. Go put a little chart up in their room. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna show you. We're gonna teach you how to make money, and then we're gonna t- show you how to rear back up. We're gonna show you how to put a little bit away, and you just keep doing that. And let's see what you have within six months. And yeah. watch how that changed their mind when they see they have like two, three hundred dollars. They be like, "Oh shit!" And I ain't gotta ask my daddy for twenty dollars. Oh, man, this ain't nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I try to wow. do that with my oldest daughter, but shit, she 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 spend it before she before she finish making it. You know. Um, yeah. So, what's your take on Black History Month? Man, every day is Black History. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying. I don't even get caught all up in that foolishness. You know, I was at my son's school. Man, I know y'all probably running out of no, time. No, no, no. You, you good. Okay. I was just checking. Okay. To you. My son, was. I was at the school right before the meeting, and I heard a little Spanish girl coming there, and she's speaking. She kept saying the word Negro, you know. But she was reading about a historical black person. Yeah. But in the content, it was yeah. referring not to black, but a Negro. Yeah. And my son sitting over there, he looking at me like. Because, uh. <laughs> you know, we don't talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't get caught all up in black history because every day is black history. Absolutely. The black man, God. Absolutely. Man, I didn't have so many conversations and battles with people with that. I don't even get caught all up in it, you know, because I understand that, you know, if scripture says that ye are all gods, children of the most high God, that makes him a God. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? He ain't a nigga. You know what right. I'm saying? That's the type of language that we got to speak to our children. We got to empower them. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I see my daughter, she a queen. And, and, and that's, you know what I'm saying? That the word bitch and hoe, and they hear that all the time. They yeah. being programmed through the radio station. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So you got to combat that, man. You got to be that stop sign. You know, that, that, that information stars are coming to your house, man. You be like, er, just like last night. You know, I don't trip off of it. Yeah. Do I, man, I like the, I like some of these rappers, these yeah. young dudes, man. You know, yeah. man, I like some of them. Yeah. <laughs> hustle, my no, dude. My, my, my thing yeah. was, um, you know, I was pointing out to them, 
uh, maybe probably our, our first couple episodes uh, was Black History Month, and I and I said it, it breaks my heart because this is the month where you see uh, the colorism at a full scale. Right, but tell you the truth, here in Las Vegas, you don't. It, it, it's different than Cali when I was growing up, or it's different than the South where my where my father near me is right now. Black okay. history not really spoke about out here. No, no, at not all. in the schools at all. No, no. right now. So and you walk in and then like, you don't even know all, black history really going on. All right the Martin now. Luther Kings are light skinned. And man, but man, you know, that whole Martin Luther King thing, man. And I love him, man. But he had a lecture called uh, called uh, "Pulling Up by Your Bootstraps" that he did in the early '60s in in, in a in a, a hall in Washington D.C a lecture that they will never play a Dr. King because they don't want your children to be exposed to that. They only want your children to be uh, fantasized by I have a dream speech. It's more, way more to Dr. King than that. You know, Dr. King was a rider. He was a soldier. And he tells you, like, I wasn't even supposed to do that. No. That that was like, that that was what you would call freestyle back then. And that's what they feed feed our children. But it's left up to us to teach our children real history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Teach them Carter G. Woodson, Noble Drew Ali, Ben Amin Carter, Nat Turner, Denmark VC, people Absolutely. like that, man. They got to know about that, man. Because if not, then, man, you, you ain't creating no legacy. Shit, you building somebody that is in opposition to your family. And yeah. You, yeah. So, man, we got to do a better job all around. All around, man. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, as, as – you got you – got, yeah. Yeah, if y'all nah. got any questions, man. I know we I know we we do have to be we are on a time schedule. Normally we probably, this conversation would probably be a two, three hour conversation, but we are on a time schedule. So I do want to get to what we are what originally brought us to this point, the situation at the school. Okay. Can we touch on that? Man, let's go. Let's go. So what happened? So for for those, because everybody's not we we've seen the video, but everybody who's listening to the podcast may not know what's going on. So can you give us a backstory about what's going on? Yeah, what's going on at Democracy Prep in a nutshell, man, they didn't uh, do their paperwork with their accreditation uh, for their school all across the board from the little children all the way up to the high schoolers. Yeah. So their high school diplomas really don't hold no value at all. Jeez. Just keeping it 100. You know what I'm saying? And this is the problem that we have across America with black institutions. I mean, with black children going to institutions of that nature. So what happened was, man, word got back to me. And I already knew that there was a problem. Yeah. A young lady that went to Agassiz last year that goes to Rancho now, she runs track, and she was offered a scholarship from Utah State. And Utah State got word and checked the records and got back with some people over there at Agassiz, and all hell broke loose. So Diggs, Coach Trevor Diggs, got with me and told me on Wednesday what was taking place, and I just – was proactive, man, and, you know, got right at him. And uh, this is where we are right now. So they, I did have a private meeting today with the director. I don't like to say private, but, uh, you know, yeah, it was private. You know, he's reassuring me that they're really working on it, but, man, I don't believe nothing until I see it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. Do, do the – okay, so if, if – okay, your son's a senior. Exactly. So if, if a child was, a like, maybe a younger than that, if they transfer with their high school credits not transferred, would they not be transferred? They don't have no, they, it's just like they ain't have none if they give if they accept it to a college. It's like they if you, just say you in the tenth grade right. and you went there last year, you don't have nothing. 
<laughs> you know? That's crazy. And it's crazy, man. This is it, it, Ninth graders don't have nothing. Shit, it's like they're in the eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? They went to school for a, whole, a year for nothing. Was this was this the issue when it was Agassiz prep as well, or is it just man? Agassiz had their own. They had they had issues of that nature too. You know, uh, but until we get our own schools and create our own environment, we are gonna run into these type of problems. Agassiz had these same type of problems before Democracy Prep got there. I told everybody when they had the meeting, t- telling everybody that they were about to make the transition. I stood up in the meeting, and it was. Packed with all the people. And I told them, I said, y'all remember that I'm telling y'all this. Y'all going to have problems with this institution right here because they don't have what's in the best interest of our children. They liars and hypocrites. And I said that in that meeting. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, see, at the end of the day, Najib going to be cool. It's for those yeah. single mothers, you know what I'm saying? Or for those parents that's really not deeply engaged in right. their the children affairs. That's why I do what I do and say what I say. Man, I, I, I don't care about being no activist and all of that. I'm just a real dude, and man. And you guys did leave, but you couldn't. He couldn't yeah. play somewhere else. Yeah, we, we left. We left uh, right after the season of last year, and we were gone for almost a month. And word got back to my house, man, that if Najib wanted to play the following year, and we know that he was the 2 way state player of the year, he will not be able to play. Yeah, they're not going for that. And I was like, oh, hell no. We worked too hard, man. We put in that work, that real yeah. grind, you know. So we got right back, and, you know. We so, busting heads over there too. <laughs> so my thing, even uh, you speak a lot. You say for Las Vegas, in Las Vegas, these schools is for the black community is pushed. Like they push for us to send our kids to these schools. Oh, like, they push for that. It's it, an experiment. It's it's major. So yeah. So this push is kind of another another fight in the wrong direction, right? You pushing it, our kids to go to the school, and if we have these athletic kids, like. My brother Dante said his son, his son goes to that school. Right. His son is an amazing basketball player. Right. And that's the same. So they they're pushing it, and they can't help him in the long run. Man, man, that's what it is. It's ne- it, it it's never their intention to help us in the long run. See, we got to get that through our heads, and we got to put in our children's heads, man. You just not a basketball player, yeah. even though, even though I know that Najee, he 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 has the ability to do something very special. But I gotta constantly keep you just not that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand that too. And we gotta help ourselves to understand, to not allow ourselves to get wrapped up in that. Because the bigger agenda is the development of the minds of our children. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they can go to a better you if if they're not athletic, they can still go to a better university from that school graduating. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You I mean you could you can still go to school. But, man, it's, it's, I mean, but what is the value? See, because I don't know all the ins and outs. I don't know the details to everything. So, but you got a D1 player going to a D3. Right. That's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, to me, it's like a hurt. It's, it's like, it's like another way of shooting us in the head. It is. Sh- shooting our community in, in the foot. But the reason that they can shoot us in the head and in the foot, because we don't have a thorough knowledge of ourselves. So, Absolutely. I, I have a question. Because, um, my, my kids don't go there, but I, I do have a couple of friends who have kids that go there. Um, and when I first heard the news of democracy prep and I saw that the rules they laid out, like to me, it was clear that this is, this was, we hear about the prison, the school to prison pipeline. And this, this seemed to be the clearest example I've seen in my re- in real life to be a case of that, where it's like, you can't talk in the hallways. It's like, right. I was like, yeah. they're treating these kids like cattle. It, so I, it's, I'm going to go back and say it again. It's all an experiment. Yeah. Coming in the door, I knew that. 
and you know what I'm saying? We don't comply to that. We don't, we don't, man. Absolutely. Man, 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 man. Listen, yeah. here, man. Hey, man. You got to go to the restroom? Just get up and go to the restroom, man. Somebody say something, get at me at the end of the day. But every parent not like that. Yeah. But but it is what you saying it is. So I, I, that's why I'm like when I that's what I'm saying when I first saw it, like I'm like this is a clear cut case to me of this is what is going on like this is they're 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 preparing these kids mindsets to be this. So I, as I'm I'm as a parent, how did you how did you accept that to be like okay even though this is what we see is going on, I'm still gonna let my son go to this school. At the end of the day, at the high school level, it's not like that. Okay. At the middle school and the elementary level, it's like that. See, okay. see, my I I um, uh, how would I? Explain? But see, I had a I I already had an agenda in place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and me, my wife, and my son, we sat down and we knew what we were already going to do. Okay. But you know, when you have children at that level of, you, <laughs> you gotta be the one that makes that decision on where you want your child to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to. You have to go in there. You have to study those people. You have to go in there. You have to have one-on-one meetings with the director. See yeah. where his head is at. Yeah. See what their language is. Yeah. See what they uh what they want to where they going. You know what I'm saying? You have to be able to do all of that. You got to get involved. I that's that's the only way I can put it. Yeah. You know. See my mind was so not I teach my children to be kind of like res- respectable disruptors. Meaning, passive aggressive. That's what, that's all. Yeah, that's what you're teaching them. <laughs> not, not, not necessarily passive aggressive. Like, ask questions. Don't fall into the status quo. To. Yeah. So, what what brought me to democracy was more so of the structure, not of the ins- institution. It would help him structure his life a little right. bit. Okay. But you know what? I'll be honest with you, brother. The structure comes from you. This I is true. I, I don't care where they go. This is true. You know, when you lay that that solid foundation in them, man. Yeah. You know, that it's it's just like having a hook on them and in a piece yeah. of thread. They can only go so far, and then you are gonna reel them back in. Yeah. So at the end of the day, man, it, it it starts with the home. Don't look for no structure from the institution. You know, look from the structure from you. Yeah, 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 like I said, it was just more so like hearing about the, the, uh, you know, the work and and not not so much the discipline. I don't care about yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, like a like a ask questions. Don't just sit there and be quiet just right. because you feel like See, but because we, you feel like the teacher ha- has 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 power over you. And we sat down and we made like goals and, and, and everything like like you have right. with your son. My only thing was there isn't a school out here. Like, we lack culture. Right. Oh, we do. So any school out here is going to be like an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, they all are school to prison pipeline schools yeah. to me. All, all, all of them. All, not, it's, not, it's not one it's that's not, not one. unless you go to Alderson. But who got the money to go to Alderson or go to go to Bishop Gorman or Faith Lutheran or yeah. those type yeah. of institutions? You know, our children get the, the secondary education. So at the end yeah. of the day, man, we got to be constant educators in our own household. So we got to be proactive in our house. Yeah. So, you know, my oldest son, he was homeschooled. My oldest daughter, she was homeschooled. My youngest daughter was homeschooled. Najee wasn't homeschooled. So they thought process on how things was ran. My wife ah, didn't work yeah. for the first six years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I did everything. You know what I'm saying? I said, baby, stay home, you know, because I'm, I'm going to go out here and get it. You know, I was, I was washing cars. 
I was detailing cars. Yeah. I, I mean, I had one of the flyest detail uh, car trucks out in Las Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I did, you know? So when my son went into the public school system, he was, like, ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the day, man, it starts in your house, you know? And it's left up to the individuals in their household, man, to create that foundation and that structure that's good for them. And don't let these people fuck over them. Absolutely. You know, and you got to go in there with that mentality. You're not fucking over my child. Yeah. This my baby, you know. All right. Well, uh, any uh, departing words? Nah, I, I I got. I ain't gonna say I got everything, but I know we on the time limit. Yeah, um, yeah. It's all good, man. I'm. I'm hey, man, glad. we can do this one. It's good to. It's yeah. good do to this hear. Again. Man, one day, man. Whatever y'all, because man, hey, I'm. I'm I'm down with y'all. I'm finna I'm finna push y'all out there. <laughs> you know, all of my old heads, they definitely gonna know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all got flyers. Nah, we ain't got episodes no. like this. We ain't got too many, but man, enough. Yeah. <laughs> y'all got enough. Well, well, we we, we, we trying to create what? the we trying to create the conversation. So this this part of our show, when we do this show, is to create a different conversation. Our regular show is just us talking. Okay. But this part of our show is to create a different conversation, to add some type of yeah. education somewhere. Right. And we right. Not, to somebody. Yeah, so we don't have to adhere to any narratives. We ain't got nobody paying us. Man, that's good. So we can we can have uncensored man, furniture good. moving if need be. Right. But it gets the conversation out there. Man, that's good, man. I'm I'm glad to be a part of, man, brother. So anything that y'all need from me, man, y'all want uh if we can get some real Man, to get y'all numbers up, man. If Absolutely. I, oh, yeah. we don't stop people here. Out here. I see you with your stuff, man. man. So now yeah. we can, we can, we can, you know, yeah, have some yeah. talks. No, but I, if y'all need like some, some, so I'm just talking about some individuals. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's in that it, out there, you know, that might got some stars behind their head. I'm, I'm gonna talk to some people, man. Maybe y'all get them on here. Okay. And we work yeah. something out. I appreciate you. Oh man, yeah. we want to get, we want to have a conversation with whoever. Okay. Whoever's willing to have yeah. a conversation with us, if it oh, put us out there. It's a done deal. We want you to plug everything, though. We yeah. want you to plug everything you're doing. <laughs> yeah. we, you yeah. got to do yeah. that. What, so what you got what, going, what you man? What you got going on, man? Man, man, I'm, I'm, man, I'm just a natural born hustler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm about my children. I'm about my wife. I'm about my family. I'm about Uni One Hoop Source, uh, the number one independent grassroots basketball publication, not just in the city but in the state. You know, I cover all these children. In Las Vegas, not a child in this city that I haven't written about. I'm the first independent grassroots publication in the city. Okay. You know, I'm okay. the first to highlight children that don't get spoke about in this city. I'm the first to have academic and scholarship funding from an independent grassroots basketball publication in this city. I'm the first to do the first black independent spelling bee here in the city. talk to him one time. Keep With going. Over 350 <laughs> children. Say, talk your you shit, Talk your talk, man. So, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, uh, I'm the first yeah. uh, grassroots basketball publication to do an essay contest and give out a $500 uh, uh, prize to, uh, what is it called? Uh, Urban Necessity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the young man went in there and spent the $500, man. You know, man, this is what we about, man. We're about helping our children to understand that education is real, real fly. And that website again was? Uh, Unit One Hoop Source. Yeah. And where can people find you? You got any social medias? Uh, 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 yeah, I got Twitter, Unit One uh, Hoop Source. Twitter, uh, Unit One Hoop Source Instagram, man. You know, old school meeting new school. You know? All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to follow all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we out there, man. Go follow all these babies. My boy in the, the seventh grade, man, but I, I, I would love for you to check him out, man. Yeah. I, I would love. Yeah. I, I got you. It's a done deal. You good. You good. You hey, good. Before we, I know we about to wrap it up. Before we get out of here, man, I just want to say, for me personally, 
I appreciate you, brother, because not everybody's out here putting their boots to the ground, fighting for their kids the way you are. Me, personally, watching the video, I know I got a lot of work to do as a father. I always Absolutely. consider myself a good father, but I'm like, damn, brother, you got some work yeah. to do. So yeah, I, we I, all do. That. We I all appreciate do. you for setting the bar a little bit higher for me, so I know I got more work to do. I got more pushing to do. So I, me, personally, I appreciate you, brother. Man, much love, much love. All right, man. Uh, as always, uh, you can follow the page, Views from the 7 page on Twitter at Views from the 7. On Instagram at views from the underscore seven, and on Facebook at views from the seven. What can they find y'all at, fellas? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, Young Al Bundy, Y U N G underscore Al underscore Bundy. And follow me on Twitter at Skinny Junior underscore seven seven seven, I believe. All right, this you guys, Spence. You can follow me on Twitter at Just Call Me Spence. <laughs> All right, man, we love y'all. We out. Peace. Um.